So that's oh, what great. the um means... the one that we're having the the um vodka raspberries in. Mm. Oh, did you drink vodka raspberries? Yeah, you get that on I'm camera. Not, I'm, not, <laughs> Mankin, I'm not. I'm not afraid up, to admit you? it. I had to bring that up. <laughs> I am not afraid to admit it, Mankin. I'd even go a too much in vodka there. in there though. I would have rather just double the raspberry. Is there anything vodka? sweeter that you guys have? <laughs> is there? A, can, can you put a bit of sugar in the uh, the raspberry? Can I get a Can I get a mocktail vodka raspberry? Can I get a virgin vodka raspberry? Do you just mean a fire engine? No, 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 no. Can I get a vodka raspberry without the without the vodka? It's different. Hello and welcome to the Get Around It podcast. I'm Ben Gray, and alongside me, as they always are, we have Zach Mankin and Tim Pereira. This week in the NBA, we're going to be looking at the new foul call rules, teams that should be scared, players that should be scared, and the like in the light of Halloween just going past. Five games of the week happens again. But first, let's let's break down some of the stuff that's happened in the NFL this week. I'm going to start with the worst news that could have possibly come out. Uh, last week, we talked about Derrick Henry being the MVP. Uh, it seems as if we have a curse on us, Tim, because he is now out for the season. Um, how, how do we... I didn't, you really, didn't know. I thought it was only a couple of weeks. I'm reading now. Oh. Athletic is reporting that he is out for the season. Um, <sighs> Tim, we, we were obviously very high on the Titans. We were very high because they had Derrick Henry. How do we feel now that this has happened? Uh, look, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> confident on a bet. That might be the first loss of the uh, out of our bets. Um, I had no. I mean, if, if the athletic is reporting it, it has to be true. So I'll, I'll give him that. <laughs> wow, really? I mean, they just beat a Colts team. I mean, they've had a bit bit of a run, but the big factor is they've always had Derrick Henry. And I know, Manx, you mentioned it earlier. They picked up Adrian Peterson, but he's way out of his prime, and, and that's the king right there. So, damn, damn. Yeah, yeah, it's tough. Mankin, is there is the Titans still going to win this division though? Or I was just going to say because thank God they beat the Colts. <laughs> the Titans, because if they lose to the Colts, give the Colts that win, they might not even hold on to yep. the division. The Colts are so bad. Like, literally take off everyone on the Titans team. I think they could still probably hold on to the division. So, they're thankful. That, but So, as long as they get the King back for Wild Card Weekend, yep. then the Titans can still believe. But that's rushed. There's no way they're going to get the one seed, though. So, it'll be a sneaky Wild Card team, I think, now the Titans. Yeah, and I mean, we look at the rest of their schedule. Sure. Games like the 49ers, the Steelers, the Patriots, the, the Rams, which we got coming up this week. Those are going to be even tougher now, unless Adrian Peterson can just pull something out of the bag. I don't know. I mean, seeing the way that Frank Gore is playing uh, for the Chiefs, you never know, right? Frank Gore's, you know, still putting up slight little numbers over there. Maybe Adrian Peterson can decide to roll back the clock for Tennessee. Tim, that's not that's not a confident looking face. Look, I would. Frank Gore plays for the Chiefs. Yeah, Frank Gore's playing for the Chiefs. Frank Gore played for the Chiefs. I'm pretty like sure he's playing for the no Chiefs, way. isn't he? Let's have a look. There's no way. Oh, he is. No, no, no that's Derek. Today. Derek Gore. It's different. Oh, damn. I think Frank Gore damn. still plays for the. Oh, because I saw him today. I saw. The, I was watching he... the game today, and I was like, "There's no way that's Frank Gore." Does he oh, play for the Jets? Derek Gore. Brother. Damn. It's Derek. Was he retired? Still plays for the Jets. I don't know, man. He yeah. should be retired. Isn't he like 42 or something like that, and still still running the ball? I don't know. 
But man, but that's the big thing. I think Adrian Peterson, although he is incredible, one of the greatest running backs of all time, he has been injured so much recently. I just, to to put Derrick Henry's productivity on um, AP's shoulders, I don't have a lot of confidence. It ain't gonna happen. It's a man. good. It's a good thing they've got Ryan Tannehill. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, you'd be worried. <laughs> the only good thing out of this is we can finally see that we can finally have confidence that Ryan Tannehill is not it, and that Derrick Henry just is this offense. That's gonna be the one silver lining coming out of the next few weeks, I think. And they don't have because yeah. there was a few people. I remember last year people trying to tell me that Ryan Tannehill's top five quarterback. That came out last year because they're saying how efficient he was. But yeah. he's going to get exposed big time. That's the one yeah. problem. Julio is injured as well. I didn't even realize that. Oof. He's Oof. washed away. Oh, it's fine. oh my god, <laughs> she's dead. Talking about Julio. Don't clip that. Leave me alone. You're going to regret that, Megs. Well, I'll go. I'll go. I've got my storyline. I have said this one a few times already, but I feel like I need to say it again. Can we please stop talking about money on the Patriots as the dark horse? In the AFC, for what they the do. wild card round or the Super Bowl? I'm talking dark horse to win the AFC. Oh my god, bro! Dark horse, Ben, stay with me. All right. Oh my god, man. Firstly, AFC's wide open, so let's not pretend that there's some like apart. If you're gonna give me the Bills, but I'm still 100 on the Bills. Patriots are getting better and better every week. The, the win against the Chargers was just the most clinical Patriots win I've seen in a few years, and. They just look amazing. Matt Judon on the defensive side is having a hell of a year. The running game's back for the Pats. And, God, we have to talk about Mac Jones. He's oh, looking like up. 2001 Tom Brady. He's looking like 2001 Tom Brady when they won the Super Bowl. Tom uh, Mac Jones is leading leading rookie QBs in basically every category. It's attempts, completions, completion percentage, yards, touchdowns, passer rating. Yet he, oh, has been the most, he has been the most pressured QB, but he's still first in all those stats. Oh my man. god! He's Look, also I'm got saying, the best team around him. I'm Shut just the saying, hell up. They're thirty-one to one. They're thirty-one to one to win the AFC, and the AFC is wide open. The King's down now with the Titans. So all the only team you could tell me that are definitely better right now is the Bills. Hundred percent, they're better right now. But give it a few more weeks. Give me, you know, any given Sunday, Bills versus Pats. Mm. You just never know. Mm. I think that'll be a fun Look, to one. game. I'm seeing the value here. I'm seeing the value here. All right, that's. I think the Pats are good, man. I think the Pats are really good. Oh, my God. Listen, I would rather have the Raiders as a dark horse than the Patriots as a dark horse. Or I'd even have the Bengals as a dark horse than the Patriots as a dark horse, man. Holy crap. I'm not taking rookie Fatboy Slim Mac Jones over either of those teams. Oh, my God. Come on, goodness, Ben. Those man. hips do not lie. Anyone that's Those hips that? are so... Those hips are just the worst. They tell no <laughs> truth. They are disgusting. I don't want to look at those hips, man. Come, uh, come on, Tim. Surely you've got at least your... I, I, I'll, I will, I will address that later, Manx. I will address that later. But I don't hate it. I don't hate it. Can we admit, though, the win against the Chargers was very clinical. Pardon? By the Pats. The Whatever. win against the Chargers oh. was extremely clinical. Mm. Come on. Whatever. Mm. God, you're such a hater, Ben. God, I hate him. Such I freaking hate him so much. <laughs> Tim, give me another sto- damn storyline. I don't want to hear about this. This one's going to be a quick a quick little one. And this is shout out to Mankin for making this known. Um, Mike White, the New York Jets quarterback, <laughs> threw for the most yards this week. And um, first of all, any consideration that you're, you're taking him over Zach Wilson for the remainder of the season? 
Any consideration? Yes. yes, Mags. Yes, I'm taking that. Mike White is the baddest man on the planet, so it would be tough to. <laughs> oh, if he plays well again, I think you're gonna have to, which is crazy. Oh man, that'd be so but good. Shout out to the better who placed a thousand dollars on White at 125 to one to lead the NFL oh, in this God. week. Uh, this week for passing yards, he has won 145 thousand dollars off that. Because Danny Dimes. That's supposed to be me. <laughs> yeah, how's your how's your weekly multi going, Ben? Oh man, <laughs> let's not talk about my weekly multis. That should have been me. That's that is insane money. What drives you to make a bet like that? Kahuna's. Yeah, what's like worse about that? Like wins one hundred twenty five thousand dollars, or the fact that you put a grand on that? Like oh. how much money do you have to put a grand on the fifth round draft pick? It's probably Gary V. For the Jets. It's probably Gary V. <laughs> Very Gary V. <laughs> Severely Gary underrated. Oh, that man. was crazy. Like what's good. Insane. Man, can you imagine? That'd be insane. You know what is insane? Uh, this one came across my desk. Again, The Athletic shedding light on this when it happened. Von Miller traded to the Rams um, for pennies on the dime, kind of. The Rams asserting the fact that they hate drafting young people and giving away more draft picks. Um, well, Tim, you are a resident Los Angeles Rams fan or second fan you do love the rams you love stafford this is your team pretty much now that the seahawks stink how are we feeling is is this is this the final piece of the puzzle that makes this strong team even stronger or is this just more okay well we've already covered like most of my trick or treat this week so let me i'm just gonna jump into it because this is my trait (laughs) von miller getting traded to the rams for a second and third round pick ben the, the fight for the division is up in the air now that the Cardinals lost to the Packers. And J.J. Watt has gone down for the season for the Cards, which I don't think is detrimental at all. But you put Von Miller, who is an incredible talent, although, of course, you know a little bit older now, um, which, of course, adds, adds another defensive player and defensive weapon on that defensive line. I said defensive quite a few times in that sentence. Um, but... The biggest thing is it, it draws away attention to Aaron Donald. So now Aaron Donald may not have as much attention or it just means that um, Von Miller is going to have an easier route to the quarterback. So I think this is a perfect trade for the Rams. It's similar to when they traded for Yannick Ngokwe in 2018, I think it was, when they made the um, Super Bowl against the Pats. Um, of course, they didn't have Matt Stafford, who still hasn't proven himself in the playoffs, but... Mm. But with that team, with that defense being ranked like fourth in the league at the moment, and with Matt Stafford playing out of his skin with a decent running game and a really good offensive line, I'm gonna I'm gonna treat myself to to the Rams at least in the regular season. Yeah, I just think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be crazy to have Von Miller and Aaron Donald, <laughs> like just. Because both those guys are the ones that get doubled. Mm. So you're going to have to double Aaron Donald. So now you're just going to go let Von Miller go one-on-one against your second-best O-lineman, mm. basically. You're screwed. I just think... I think that's going to be insane. And the fact that... But shout-out to the Broncos for, get, for getting a second and a third rounder for a guy that has half a year left on his deal mm. and is 32 years old. That just shows how desperate the Rams are. And I love, some money, love the money moves by the GM to get a second and a third rounder. But that's a good trade for the Rams. Oh, that's going to be insane, I reckon. Building for Aaron. Is this, is this, the pick of they they're, they're going to win the Super Bowl now? Is are we now willing to, or if not the Super Bowl, it's the NFC? 
is this pick up that for you now, Mankin, or are you still thinking, <laughs> yeah, I'm bouncing it for you. Uh, if you. Is this that pick now? Like Rams are now number one or still not quite there? You're setting me up to say something way too disastrous <laughs> on camera. I can see it. <laughs> I, I still have the Packers, the Rams, and the Bucks as my... They are just in their own class in the whole NFL, I think. I've got no one else with okay. them. They, that just keeps them up there. That keeps them in the untouchables group, but I'm not going to go that far. I'm not going to okay. go that far. There's something about Tweet Tweet Nation this year, Ben. If it wasn't for AJ Green oh, with God. that misread and just complete miscommunication, oh my God, they, they would have won that game. I'm glad they didn't because... Actually, even if they won that game, I'm pretty sure we still cover our bet banks. So that five games of the week, was that was fine. But yeah, oh, yeah. I think... A, a misread or a, mis, a miscommunication away from being 8-0. I don't know. They've got that swagger about them. Kyler's still in his rookie contract. Zach Hurts is a nice nice pickup. Again, I'm, I'm with you, Manx. I've got those. I've got the Packers, Rams, and Bucks, but I've also got Tweet Tweet Nation on that top echelon of teams. Mm. Cold take, man. And, and man, it's a <laughs> <laughs> Can I talk about someone who's not in the top echelon and we saw them play today? Can we talk about how stinky poo-poo the Chiefs are mm. right now? Stinky, yeah. Uh, did anybody... Did you guys watch that game today? Uh, the did. fact that they literally almost... They were... That last drive that the Chiefs had, uh, the amount of penalties they had go that way, their way that, if we're honest, one of them definitely shouldn't have gone their way. Man. Didn't Pat throw an interception which got... Yeah. 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 Um, Pretty sure the it. NFL referees want the they want the Chiefs in the playoffs so bad. <laughs> if you were ever going to think the NFL's rigged, and you watched today's game, you would think that yeah. they want the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl, or that refs have some serious capital placed on them to win the Super Bowl. Yeah. Because that is that last few possessions were dodgy. The the um face mask on Travis. Kelsey oh my was the god, worst one. That wasn't was even outrageous. close. No. That was outrageous. But at the end of the day, they needed all that, and they still only beat the Giants. By that a don't have Saquon. And I'm missing but don't have Saquon, well. and they just look so bad at the moment. Mahomes looks like he's, I would say he doesn't care, but he's just kind of like he's so nonchalant. Uh, like it's the the throws on third and f- the throws on. Thank you. <laughs> I googled it before we started. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, he'll get a third and fifteen, and he's going to get sacked. Instead of just taking the sack, he just tries to the, the miracle pass. He's still going for it, and we're in week yeah. whatever we're in now, week eight, and he's still trying to do these things. It's just like. You're three and four because you keep doing it, but he just doesn't learn. So, and their their next few games are brutal. So yeah, I know. They it could go it could get worse. I think from here the Chiefs. Yeah, it feels like it's going to get worse before it gets better. Are we? Are we? Is it Tim? Are, do you think that the Chiefs are going to win this division, or you know your Raider Nation, or even the Chargers, who you said have the MVP and Justin Herbert? <laughs> On them. God, that's getting told <laughs> every week. <laughs> Do you think the Raiders and the Chargers have a better chance now of winning this division, or are you just waiting for more division games to happen and then the Chiefs will sort of catch up? Uh, look, I just... Again, I didn't watch today's game. I haven't watched the highlights. Um, I mean, the Chargers lost against the Pats. Don't actually... I don't find that loss too bad. Um, so I'm, I'm pretty confident. I would take the field over the Chiefs to win that div. I would rather have Chargers or Raiders over the Chiefs to win that div, I think, at the moment, based off what we're seeing. Well, yeah. Okay. You got... But I haven't... I haven't... Obviously. 
I haven't had a look at the Chiefs schedule in a while, so it's bad. It's brutal. Is it? some, they've got the yeah, they've got the Packers next week, and then I think they've got the Bills are in there, and then they've still got to go against the Raiders again. It's yeah, it goes. Oh my gosh, it goes Packers, Raiders, Cowboys, Broncos, Raiders, Chargers, Steelers, Bengals, Broncos. Hmm. Oh <laughs> wow. I mean, two games against the Broncos, you'd hope that they win those at least. I'll split those. <laughs> and then, you know, two games against the Raiders, um, a game against the Cowboys, who look awesome, a game against an unpredictable Steelers and an unpredictable Bengals, who we don't know what they'll look like by then. This is... Oof. It's trouble in paradise. Man, very much trouble in paradise. Oh, my gosh. You got, any, you got anything else that you were monitoring at all this week, Tim? You know, my storyline for this week, uh, the Cowboys... That they look good, and I don't like saying it because Dan. I mean, Dan Quinn has looked to fix this defense, which I guess shows that he should be a defensive coordinator, not a head coach. Um, their offense is great. Dak didn't even play, and they won. I know it's against the Vikings, but come on now. And and, and going back to your uh, your um, segment about the Patriots, Manx, this team should not be four and four. This team should not be four and four. You go back to week one. If there wasn't for a fumble, they they beat the Dolphins. They play them again today. It's over. Um, the Bucks, Patriots should have closed that out. And let's be honest, the Cowboys won again 50-50. So I'm with you, Max. I don't I don't hate that take of them going being the top of the AFC, especially with yeah. considering they have the best coach to ever coach the game in. Um, Bill Belichick. So, look, those are my those are my storylines, not trick or treats storylines. Oh my god! God, what? so unquick on your feet. Just don't say trick or treat if it's not. Trick or treat. <laughs> I mean, look, there's some treats and tricks in there. I've 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 gone both. I've got I've got some for the NBA as well. NBA trick or treats. That's fair. I got one. I got one more positive one for the NFL. Uh-huh. Uh, Sean Payton. Is it basically a lock that he's coach of the year at this point? Because there is a Saint, the Saints are five and two. Oh and my god, man! I just think the fact that you think about that, they lost Drew Brees, bring in Jameis. Jameis has been good, but he hasn't been great. And I think the fact that they beat the Bucks with Jameis going out at halftime, um, and Taysom Hill's out, I just think it's clear that Sean Payton's just a mastermind, which we kind of knew, but it's on a bit more on full display because there's no Drew Brees anymore. I just think this Saints team is overperforming. I think they will continue to. I think. I think they're definitely going to be a 10-win team. It looks like they're going to make the playoffs. And the fact that they're even still in the division race with the Bucs um, yeah. is pretty impressive. I think Sean Payton probably gets most of the credit from me for that. And I don't see how the coach, uh, I don't know, Big Bad Bill might, depending on how the year finishes out, he might get it. But Sean Payton feels like he's already wrapped it up for me. I, th- I think Cliff Kingsbury can definitely be in there considering, you know, as much as people like the Cardinals, they weren't this high on the Cardinals. And, and then you talk about how hard a division you're in the toughest division in football and they're seven and one i mean let's say they finish out the year top of this division or even top of the nfc based on what it's currently looking like that feels like coach of the year worthy to me if i'm honest that team's insane though think of the names on that team sean payton's it's not just i think sean payton's overachieving more with his team than cliff kingsbury is cliff kingsbury is mm. for me mm. I don't know. And you're also a Cardinals fanboy, so I feel like oh my there's some God, slight man. bias. There's, 
See, Tim, Tim's not speaking because he agrees with me. It's it's hard because if if Sean, I I kind of agree with everything you said, Manx. But if Sean Payton doesn't have a, if Sean Payton doesn't have a quarterback for the remaining season, I'm giving it to Cliff Kingsbury because he's going to be, he's going to be have that probably f- number one seed in the NFL and the NFC. Um, sneakily, the Packers have had quite a few injuries and perform overperformed, um, and then you kind of have to maybe even throw in the Cowboys. But but I I don't hate that I don't hate Mike that. McCarthy I don't want him I don't Coach want him really? to but what are they five and one six and one oh, who cares worst of I get that but man, think I about yeah I, look uh, again I just think if if they if they get to a ten maybe even nine wins without Jameis or, or like a proper quarterback I would I would flirt with it or even ten they wins. will that's my point they're five and two and they're gonna have whatever his name is Simon Seaman for the next week. And then I think what? isn't James yeah. out for the remaining season? I said it on camera. That's his name. <laughs> and then Taysom Hill's coming back a couple of weeks. Oh. But Taysom Hill's I don't know what he is. He's just a football player, but he's gonna be playing quarterback for them. <laughs> and they're gonna get to ten wins. They just will. Look, if they get to ten, they're gonna go if, what five and six. If they get the to ten game, to finish out the year, uh, I'll, I'll pay it. If if they get to ten, I'll pay it. Thank you. I'll take that. I'll take that. I'll take that. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. Shall we jump to now, which is something that is proving to be Tim's favorite segment each week and Mankin's least favorite. It's, it's, it's five games of the week. Mankin, what happened last week and then what do we got going on this week? It's literally the stupidest segment idea. I don't know who came up with it, but it's not fun. Um, look, last week started off well with the uh, Packers and the Cards game where Ben made an awful error picking the Cards, but... It went downhill again. There seems to be a trend this season where Tim somehow does well and then I do really bad and then Ben just floats around in the middle. And <laughs> something needs to change. Uh, it is a long season though, so you just never know. Um, currently, Tim's at first with 21 out of 39. Ben's in second with 19 out of 39. I'm last with 18 out of 39. Oh, yeah. oh wait. The only silver lining is we're all still performing at a... Better than we did last. Might be one ahead of no, two, not, two ahead of Ben. Oh, here we go. Of course, of course, because we, we, we were tied last. We were tied last week. Here no. we go. Mank yeah, some three ahead of. Do we deduct? Do we deduct uh, yeah. a couple of points for? <laughs> I would. I would love we'll to. Bring it to a vote. Would yeah, mean that you have yeah, no, I, Look, Ben. I don't mind who comes first. I would just love to see Mank in try eat his way out of McDonald's. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Oh my god, it would be so good. Just the confidence that he rocked into this season with just needs to happen. He, what did Tim say oh though? What did god. Tim say though in our group chat this week? That we what did he say? We, oh. we both suck. And that yeah, something about we, you both suck. Are you, and I can't wait for you guys. What? To I did not. I just said y'all like suck in five games of the week. <laughs> oh, there we go. That's what it was. It See, I. Uh, in my mind, I thought you said the other bit, which is what's motivating me. Nice. I took it personally, Tim, and I'm now about to <laughs> unleash on this week's um, games. Wait till you hear the games, though. Um, we'll <laughs> we'll kick it off with the Packers and the Chiefs. Talk to me about the Chiefs. Packers look amazing, yet some somehow the Packers come into this as one-and-a-half-point underdogs. I'm not sure what we're missing. I'm assuming they're still... like Because all the injuries that they've got a wide receiver, that they're... Going for the Chiefs, but like, I don't know what uh, the bookies have been watching this year, but I think it'd be pretty hard to not take the Packers as underdogs with plus one and a half. I think we can get three amens on that. Yeah, Manx, that's an amen yeah. from me. 
Guess who's coming back? Valdez Scanling and Devontae Adams. So I don't know what the bookies are looking at. They're both back. What? And they just beat the Cardinals in Arizona. So that's the only thing, though, is could you get the. They fall away after a big win, but it's the Chiefs. Chiefs stink. No. Um, Next one the Rams versus the Titans. Rams. Uh, This one's Mm. really hard. The Rams are seven and a half point favorites. Oh. Oh. Uh, um, <laughs> just how badly do you rate Ryan Tannehill is the, is the question for this and one. I'll answer it I'm taking the Rams minus seven and a half against the Titans oh. the Titans are the, they're plucky so it, I don't really like doing it but there's a lot of unknowns uh, with the Titans without the King it just I could see the Rams blowing them out I can't see the Titans blowing the Rams out but I can see the Rams blowing the Titans out so that kind of worries me I just think I at home, the Rams might just put it on them without the King. And we always talk about how the King's their offense. And first week without him, I'm not sure. So I'm going to take the Rams minus seven and a half. Seven is a lot of points, man. Seven is points. a lot of points. I They're plucky. Maybe Ryan Tannehill just proves himself this once. So I'm going to take the Titans at plus seven. Damn! Damn! It's a lot of points. Damn. It's a lot of points. It's a lot of points. Was it seven, seven or seven and a half? half? So even if the Ra- yeah. even if the Titans lost by a touchdown, you'd win. Yeah. It's not. I don't like this one. Tannehill's going Neither against the fourth I. defense. Five games of the week. In the, you've got Matt Stafford. Who's, oh, can I feel? Can I feel a cheeky upset without? No, I can't. Ah. But I'm not. I'm not playing. I'm not even playing for the upset. I'm playing for just losing by a touchdown. I'm, I'm going. I'm. I'm going That's with Manx. I'm going to go. I'm going to take the the Titan. Uh, sorry, the uh, the Raiders up. Fucking the Rams minus seven and a half. What? Good. Yeah. Sorry. Jesus. Got a bit flustered. Losing this guy. Golly. Um. <laughs> next one. Another tough one. I think. Anyway. Oh. No. Um. 49ers at home versus the Arizona Cardinals. Mm. 49ers are two and a half point underdogs. Cards. Tweet tweet nation. So, what What okay. are we doing? Yeah. After a loss, I'm taking the 49ers plus two and a half. <laughs> so, oh my stupid, god, man. Cards are frauds, so it's nice to see. I'm gonna. It's probably <laughs> oh the reason I'm last, but I'm gonna continue with the cards of frauds every five games of the week. Um, Kyla is banged up, sprained ankle. He's questionable. So if they don't have Kyla Murray, I'm not sure how that goes. And JJ Watt out, must win for the 49ers. Give me the points in the home team, big division game. 49ers probably why I'm coming last it's done to feel a little stupid don't care Tweet Tweet Nation and all they need is a field goal to win it no Kyla yep. no that, Kyla that's, maybe that's no there will be Kyla Kyla's playing don't care Kyla is don't, playing do not care you Kyla guys do plays. have subscriptions to Athletics because so D-Hobble play yeah. exactly we'll actually oh, find oh, that oh there it is there it is is that Ben and Tip report Kyla's playing one dollar Mankin that's all it is um, I've got the Tweet Tweet Nation, free. baby. Tweet Tweet Nation. Two and a half points only. Yep. Thank you. D Hop. What are we doing? I actually yeah. feel really confident about that one. If we had like a round where you could double down and say that's a lock, that'd be a good idea for that next year. That would be nice. You could double down on one and say that's worth two. Yeah, that's a great idea. We're not doing it because that's a great idea. I'm too far behind. I can't afford it. But next year. Um, <laughs> next game, the Vikings coming off the loss to a Cooper Rush uh, versus the Ravens in Baltimore. <laughs> Ravens minus five and a half. 
I'm a homer, so I'm going to take the Ravens minus five and a half. But the Vikings again, plucky. Don't like no one likes playing the Vikings because it does. It depends on what Captain Kirk you get that day. So I don't like it, but I'm going to take the Ravens. Five so and five and a half. Wow, that is again not a lot of points. Um, and you look at some of the games the Vikings have played; they are all close. Wow, except for the Panthers game where they won in overtime. Wow. Look, I hate doing it, but I think the smart the smart money is with the Ravens coming off a week, uh, off a bye bye week. At, at are they at home, Max? They are at home. But remember, this isn't the smart money. This is our five games of the week. So <laughs> it's fair. Ben could still take the Vikings plus five. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go. I'll, I'll no. go. I'll go the Ravens. Ravens minus five and a half. Yeah, I'm gonna take the Ravens as well. I, I don't want to do it, but. Surely. If I wasn't at home, I probably would have taken the Vikings, but it doesn't feel right. Sure, whatever. <laughs> Shut up. I don't know. Remember that. Um, last game, the the AFC champs, yeah. New England Patriots versus the Carolina Panthers. In Carolina, you have the Pats as minus three and a half going into Carolina. I'm going to take the Pats minus three and a half because I just spent at least 10 minutes saying that they're going to win the AFC. So it'd be kind of rude not to. But the Pats don't usually win blowouts. Apart from the Jets game, they keep their games tidy. And uh, But I still think the Panthers stink. That's the other thing. Yeah. I think I think the Panthers stink. Like, like they really stink. They're not very good at all. And as much as I don't think the Pats are good, I think they're more than a field goal's worth of winning against this team. So... That's an easy Pats one, surely, right, Tim? Come on. Oh, definitely, definitely. I'm just really confused. I thought we had Steelers or Bears. So did I, but it seems as if Mankin wanted to change it up last second. That's okay. Listen, when you're coming last, you got drastic. drastic, drastic. (laughs) I actually didn't know that personally either. Uh, Didn't I write the the list? Yeah, you did. Yeah, you wrote the list as well. (laughs) But yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm taking Pats. I'm taking Pats. Yeah, I love. It. Give me, give me okay, Mac Daddy. Nice. Give me Mac Daddy. Hell yeah. So we've only got so the Chiefs Packers one and the Rams Titans one is the only one where people have different ones. Oh no, you have 49ers Cardinals as a different one, don't oh, so you? Also three. No, so there's two different ones. 49ers, 49ers Cardinals, Cardinals oh. Rams Titans. Yeah. Alright, cool. Ben and I are different Time on both. So Ben and I trying to make some money. Time Just saying, Ben, money. if I get both mine and you lose both yours, complete sw- complete flip. I go to second, you go to third. Just be ready yeah, for that. Yeah, that's, that's, that's sort of how that works. <laughs> um, I know, I was just explaining it to you. <laughs> oh, God damn. We've had a lot of rule changes before in the NBA, but usually they don't mean anything at all. I think that's fair to say. Usually there's a week period where players get used to it, and then it just goes back to what it's always been. This new NBA rule with the um, fouling of the shooter... Is, has been actually quite impactful and 99% of people absolutely love it. Mostly the fans, players love it. And then there's a few names of, so ironically, some of the most hated players in the NBA are not pleased with it. And a few people have actually, I think it's really affecting their output. Um, I'll give it to you, Ben. What's your first reactions on the new rule change? Do you love it as much as I imagine you do? It makes, it makes just games so much more watchable. You know, I think last season a lot of the games were just plagued with just stops all the time, right? Because it's just it's just like the fouling, protecting the shooter was just so much more important than actually the flow of the game. It now just means you know shooters have to actually get open, and they can't just lean into a guy in order to get a foul. 
I think the classic example of that is the king himself, James Harden, um, who has seen his production go down significantly this year, and he is not happy about it. Uh, Down to 18 points per game. That's his lowest since 2012, uh, which was his last year in OKC. Um, I think that's pretty insane that, that his numbers have dropped that significantly. I think for him... I mean, he used to say that Giannis has no skill. Look at him now, man. Look at him now. How the turntables. Sitting here. How the turn damn tables for you, James Harden. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, I like it. I love it. Who have you um, got, Of Tim? course, James has to be in there. Um, but Trey Young. Uh, I, I want to save this one for you, Manx. I want to save this one for you, actually, as I, as I say it. Um, so I'll, I'll grab Bradley Beal. His free throw attempts down four. Okay. Almost four attempts per game. Um, you know his his scoring. Although although the um, although the Wizards have been, have been playing extremely well and they seem to have quite an all round team. I mean he's currently again um, looking at twenty four points per game at the moment. Now we're used to him. You know plus thirty per game. Um, whether that's all all down to um, you know a large majority of not getting the fouls or if that's down to you know more distributing the ball and distributing the workload and the offensive output to other players but you know like like um, like James Harden and Trey Young his his free throw chance per game have also decreased quite significantly he does have Kyle Kuzma on the that is true that, that is true the, uh... that is probably taking away a lot of those possessions yeah but um, um, I did have Trey Young as my uh <laughs> Oh, it's so good to see a fraud exposed. It's so good to see him struggle. Um, to be fair, his output's pretty good, but it's just not the same for someone at that size when he's driving and he, trying to hit his floaters. There's no bailouts anymore. So if he's not... The thing I've noticed, he still has those nights where he's hard to stop and scoring 30-plus, but when he's missing his shots, Trey Young becomes very... like a bit of a non-factor on offense. Uh, scoring-wise, because he's just not getting bailed out, and it's good for the league. My big thing, though, is it's like it's already tough for these guys now. Come playoff time, mm. when the refs oh. swallow their whistle even more, I think you're going to see... I think it's going to be even more, like... You're going to see it on full display even more, because guys like Harden and Trey, uh-huh. they're just going to get nothing, mm. and that's when I think it's going to really yep. come out. And guys like Dame as well. Mm. Dame's... It's not all because of the free-throw rule, but... When Dame's driving to the basket, he's just not getting anything anymore. So if he's if his shot's not falling, he's not making up with it you know, from the free throw line like they normally do. Luke so. is down as well. It's good. Like Lucas is down significantly. That's now, Max, with Trey compared to Harden, I mean Trey Young's still averaging twenty six per game. Is that like Harden's yeah. down oh, to I said eight? That. I said that. <laughs> yeah, like to yeah glossed over that one, didn't you, Megan? Like, yeah, glossed over works. that one. Yeah, definitely. But like <laughs> compared to James Harden, <laughs> oh it's. You know, it's it's almost like day and night. Because at least Trey, at least Trey, yeah. most oh. of his non calls are coming from actual basketball moves. With with James Harden, you see him try hook, um, defend his arms, and push them into screens and all that, and that's now getting called as an offensive yeah. foul, which is awesome. But yeah, hundred percent. Even for me, James Harden's the worst. Mm. Like he's getting killed from it. Should we call the James Harden rule? It should it's be. literally just. It literally is I for him, for isn't him. it? Um, another interesting one. I was just going to say, oh, last one to... was Chris Paul, and although it hasn't shown yet, not oh. not necessarily oh. the um, the the hooking of shots, but the stopping in the middle of the break. You know how he did that to Giannis a couple times during the play, uh, oh, the yeah. finals. That's now that's now an offensive foul. So 
I think once we start seeing that, yep. and even Trey like Young that. does it when he has that float, when he goes past, buys past the defender and goes up for the floater and then kind of stops and hesitates, that's now an offensive foul. So I think that's going to be massive moving forward. One more I got, and it's it's a slight one, and I think this is also due to a bunch of other things, but Joel Embiid's numbers are down a whole bunch. I don't know if anybody's had a look at that. Um, he's also shooting three less free throws per game, he, uh, even as a center. Like, I know he's not necessarily a guy to be milking free throws, but it just shows that how much more they're even mm-hmm. looking out for that in general in terms of calling free throws as a whole. Because even though this is about, you know, shooters faking it, they also just want to put their whistle away. feels like big old Adam Silver up there just said, put it away. I don't want to hear the whistle at all, um, mm. which is nice. And it means that some of the better teams in the NBA get to uh, succeed a little bit. Um, if we have a look at, let's just jump to our trick or treats. Uh, can I just do a yeah, little treat, Tim? Have you ever had a look at the top of the Eastern Conference recently? That's a treat because that's the Chicago Bulls sitting up there after they just had an absolutely insane comeback against the Boston Celtics, which feels even better. Um, are the Bulls for real? Are we really? Are we ready? Who's ready to buy stock in the Bulls? Um, it's six and one. Demar Derozan, Nikola Vucevic, you know, Lonzo Ball and Zach Levine, all just balling out. Are we ready to buy stock yet, Tim? Or it's fun. Am I, should I pump the brakes? It's fun, and it's I don't know. Your team, your team just seems like it's deep. Like if if Demar's not having his night, then. Vucevic will, will go off. If Vucevic isn't going off, then I mean you've you've always got you've always got another you've always got another player to, to put on there. I think if you had Patrick Williams as well, just to have that an, another option, the next mm. Kawhi Leonard. The next Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> Patrick Williams. And then having Zach Zach Levine as kind of he's gonna put up 20, 24, 25 at least per night. Then you've got Caruso off the bench. Guaranteed. You've got Lonzo absolutely killing it both offensively and defensively. Like it's a nice team. The Eastern, the top of the Eastern Conference ladder is incredible. The Bulls, Heat, and Knicks yeah. throwing the 76ers. It's nice. Yes, sir. It's nice. Make it, it feels like more and more, instead of a Bulls, Knicks 4 5 seed, we have a Bulls, Knicks Eastern Conference Bet. Finals. Um, because the Knicks are sitting right up there, too. I'll tell you right now, if the Bulls, Knicks are in the Eastern Conference Finals, I will sell all my possessions to be there. I would just, I would just take buses from Chicago to New York for the full seven game series. Mm-hmm. That is basketball poetry. Um, it's possible, and I think it says more about the fact that the Bucks and the Nets are kind of going off to dodgy starts, which is kind of opened it. It's only well, obviously we're early, but man, it's possible. I think the Bulls and Knicks, we look good. Mm-hmm. We look really good. <laughs> congratulations on the. I think there's a cheeky playoff run in there. Congratulations on the there. one seed. I actually haven't <laughs> formally congratulated you on the. <laughs> <laughs> it feels good yeah. it feels good give us another two weeks of it too i reckon is, is how that's gonna stay um i'll switch it now to a team that's probably at the bottom and i had them as a trick i mean in terms of this is not good and it sucks uh the pelicans <laughs> uh stinking like doo-doo tim is this gonna be something that's that zion after he's gained a whole bunch of weight, can fix? Or are we going to see this team just bottom out just, for the rest of the season? I don't know, Ben. I don't know. Because how, 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 how badly does Zion want to actually play? Like, is he going to lose the weight? Oh, yeah. I, I know he's going to put up numbers if he plays because he's going to be that number one option. But does he... Like, the big thing is, does he want to be there? Is his production going to decrease? Because he's like, 
well, what's the point? Like if I get injured, like there's no, I have yeah. no, you know, I, I have less value. And I know, and I know you think that, well, I know yeah. a lot of people think that he, he should one more, one more year in his rookie deal. And then, and then the, the year after that, go to the, go either request a trade or, or become a free agent. But you know, you gotta, you gotta think it from a business standpoint, what's the, what's best for me from, from Zion. All about the business, all about the business, man. Megan, you had them being bad this year. I bet you're just it's, feeling yourself. A it's such bit a right burden now, being right so often. And I wish I wish it wasn't it didn't have to be like this all the time, Ben. But they just suck. Yeah, they really it suck. Like and a Brandon Ingram led team, it's just like it's just bad, man. I see Brandon Ingram and Devontae Graham, and I'm just like, what did you think was going to happen? You did, I've you could watch basketball for a month know. and know, recognize that that's just a really bad idea. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's, yeah. And I don't think anything would change with Zion coming back. Mm. Zion's just not the type of guy that, Zion's yeah. the type of guy that can make a good team unbelievable. He's not the type of guy that's going to make a really bad team, you know, because that's not that certain type of player. But, yeah. And we saw that bad. last year, didn't I think we? the best. Like, his, his yeah, stats didn't Zion translate. Amazing, you just can't. Translate to wins. But if you put good pieces around him, if you put a playmaker around him, I think he can take you to that, you know, that next level. But Brandon Ingram? <laughs> that next level. I don't know if you've heard me say this before, but I should probably trade Brandon Ingram. That'd be a good idea. Um, <laughs> I had another team that needs to hit the panic button, I think, quite severely, and that's the Boston Celtics, mm. um, which has kind of yep. been, you know, accentuated by uh, Marcus Smart today with his few of his comments. What is it? Every team knows we're trying to go to Jason and Jalen. Every team is programmed at study to stop those two, and those guys don't pass the ball. That's what he said publicly about the Boston Celtics, and like it's a hundred percent true. And they've just got so many problems right now. And Tatum and Brown are so good individually, but we talk about it all the time like these empty stats. When these guys score, when Jason Tatum scores thirty-five, it just means nothing to winning. And that's a real concern. And then the comparison I thought about was someone like Clay Thompson. When Clay Thompson scored 20 or 25 points a night, like, you, you, you saw that score and you knew it meant something. Like, that was a really important 20-25 by Clay Thompson because of all the other things he did to contribute to winning. But it's just not from those two. They lack a leader. They need someone like a Jimmy Butler in there. Mm. I think someone like a Jimmy Butler. It's not going to happen, but just be perfect for those guys because mm. they just don't... They just don't have it at the moment, and I don't know what to do. Like, I'll give it Ben. I'll, you are the GM. They've got. I think something has to be done because they need a playmaker. They need someone that's going to take the ball out of Tatum and Brown's hands a little bit, so everyone else can you know play well. But I don't know who's out there because they need a leader. I think the leader's even more important, like an alpha, not just some nice guy. They need some. They need some dog. You mm. need. You almost need a Chris Paul. Would it, I, I can't believe I'm, I'm even saying that. Uh, but you'd almost need a Chris Paul just to get in their heads, because as much as Marcus Smart is kind of that guy, he's he is the de facto yeah, leader of that enough. of that dressing room. He's been there the longest, but he's not good enough. His his leadership doesn't translate to the floor. You you have a guy like Chris Paul, even like a Kyle know. Lowry, had he have gone there, um, right? Those two guys, if they were in that dressing room, would have provided that. But right now, if Marcus Smart is your leader, I mean. I think we can all see what the yeah. issue with that would be, quite frankly. Definitely, definitely. I think I, th- I don't, th- I don't know, if, know if they'll make the playing tournament at this rate because they're bad. It just looks so bad. Mm. No, no, no. 
you know who like doesn't yeah. stink like doo-doo? It like is the number the number well three seed at the moment in the Eastern Conference, which is Miami, who look incredible at the moment. They've got a plus sixteen point five net rating, highest in the league. Defense <laughs> defense is incredible. Their rebounding is off the charts. Tyler Hero has come out swinging with twenty two per game. Jimmy Butler. Like you said, Manx, they need a Jimmy Butler. Everyone needs a Jimmy Butler. 25.3 points per game. Absolute baller. Bam's balling out. You have um, PJ Tucker, who has been incredible on defense. Um, you've also got someone like Kyle Lowry, who hasn't putting up, hasn't been putting up stats, but just seems to fit with this team full of dogs. And I mean, look, I've got a thickness for this. For the, I've got, a, I've got a sickness for the thickness. Um, and I just, I love the look at this team and. I know I said a couple of weeks ago that I don't know what this team is. I think I'm starting to see they're dogs and they're gonna fight. They're gonna fight, and this is a, this is a Eric. This is like a Pat Riley squad who who he's gonna he and Eric's bolster squad who's gonna he's gonna get a paycheck in the um in the in the playoffs like he did in 2018. It's gonna be yeah. it's gonna I, I, it's gonna be so yeah. fun to watch. Yeah. The East looks yeah, so good this year. Start of the year, I didn't see this. I did not see this coming from Miami. I thought they'd be good, but I didn't think they'd be like this good, mm. this early. They're def like they're hundred percent their contenders in the East, especially the way the Bucks and the Nets are looking. Like I know we said about Kyle Lowry, the stats aren't there, but I'm pretty sure their point differentials like less than two when he's off the court. Mm. Pretty sure I saw that. Like it's a big deal. They just they've got everything, and I think the big thing is they are not scared of Giannis at all because Bam is no not one no. not one person can stop Giannis, but if you had to pick the closest person, it's probably Bam. Mm. History would show that. Mm. And I think if you got a Bucks Heat second round series <sighs> again for the third year in a, third year in a row that mm. they beat, I think that could be like that would be the playoff series, except for the Bulls Knicks. Yeah, obviously. But yeah. well, they'll they'll meet him. They'll need they'll meet him next round. <laughs> they'll meet him in the Eastern Conference Finals. That's good. That's a good point. Exactly. That's a good point. But no, Miami are real. Oh man, are we? Are they? Are we really going to say that? Like, are we? Right here, right now, saying they're better than the Nets and Bucks. I'd go... The title threats. The title threats. They're in the conversation. Yeah. I, d- I don't want to put them ahead of the Bucks just because the Bucks have had so many injuries at the moment. But yeah. with the way the Nets are playing, I don't know. Let's say, so we're two weeks in right now. Right now, in the East, it goes Bucks, Nets, Heat. And it's those three and then everybody else. You know what? Throw in the Bulls and the Knicks. I don't, I don't even mind that. Get him, I'll in stop it. get him in there. Get him in there. Get him in there. That's a tough you one. S- I don't know. Yeah. I don't think I'd... I think I'd have the heat above the Nets right now. Mm. Like, if the playoffs started today. Okay. If they started yeah, today, okay. I'd have the heat above... And then the Bucks. I'm only giving them a grace period because they were chance last year. But mm. I think it's right now, I, I think the Heat would be the best team in the East. If we're doing some, power, some get around a podcast power Ooh. rankings, Heat are number one and, in the East. Okay. Nice. And would you, like, how confident would you be that they could win a chip, chip this year? I'm pretty confident. Or is that too much to ask? I think I'm pretty confident. Like, they could do it. Okay. Like, because I think some teams, okay, even well. if they're playing well, you just know they're not good enough to win it. Mm. But yes, I think 100%. with the Heat, I do see the next, I, I can see them going the next step in the playoffs for sure. I just feel Which like, I didn't think if I'd you got Jimmy, I don't know what it is. I feel like if you got Jimmy, you've got a chance. With around around all these it's other Tyler plays Hero. as well, it's and the, Tyler Hero, it's the greatest. It's it's the greatest six man of all time. <laughs> it's Tyler Hero. How does you, you say you've got a chance? How does the Miami Heat at thirteen to one? 
sound as a chance right now. Can we right. can we multi the Pats to win the AFC with Miami? <laughs> I'll be retired by twenty two. Uh, I think Miami at thirteen to one is disgusting. Like tantalizing. It is tantalizing, isn't it? Yeah, I like that one. Yeah, uh, the bookies do still have the Nets at the number one with three dollars fifty. Bookies are but stupid. Miami at thirteen to one. With how good they are looking. I don't trust the bookies. They cost me so much money on the weekend. I don't trust the bookies anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I have the Nets as one of mine. Just as a side note, really. Small, I'm a little bit concerned. And it's mostly... Obviously, they don't look good right now. Like, they're okay, but they don't look... It doesn't look fluid. And I think that it's definitely still Kyrie's the elephant in the room. Just from the Nets' front office standpoint, I just think every day we get closer to the trade deadline that they aren't trading Kyrie Irving, his value is just diminishing tremendously. And I just think because championship windows are short, uh, they always end a bit earlier than teams think they are going to. And other teams know this, and they're looking at Brooklyn like, Brooklyn need to pull the trigger with Kyrie because are you really going to jeopardise a championship window when there's just no guarantees of what next year looks like with keeping this guy on the roster or you just get rid of him now, get whatever you can, and your team's still good enough to win it all even with whatever they can get for Kyrie, which is still something. They're going to get something. And I think they're hurting themselves because they're worried about Kyrie. But again, championship windows are short. I think they've got to pull the trigger. I think they've got to. But who? Anything. I mean, Take, maybe, you, ne- you'll get maybe a good next week we got to put on the GM hats oh, and have to break get out, some trades going. I have going. to break out the trade machine. <laughs> For we might have to break out the trade machine on a Kyrie on a Kyrie trade because I don't even know where you trade a guy with that little That's value. That's the thing is, and, um, and the the risk that he may not play, like he may just say, you know what, I'm done. Oh my god. Yeah, but right now it's That's no value it's, to me. Do would you rather something or nothing? That's the choice. Because like, but <laughs> if they would, keep you, him, would what, he get? What's the point of keeping him? Would he get anything? Well, you get more than nothing. Yeah, I'm saying that, that's, that's better fair. than having him on the roster. So I'm just saying, like, but I, the person who's the person who's giving you something is then also who is so receiving good, like, nothing. Usually, yeah, is also running the risk of receiving nothing too. That's that's the difference with this trade is that but I think unlike someone... usual, where the the person trading him is running the risk of getting something or nothing, the person who's also getting mm. him has to run that risk too. Mm. Yeah, maybe. Look, I just think if that's you're a GM nuts. on another team and you're just not in a good situation, I think this is worth the punt. Just how low would you like, go? It's just worth. Would you like throw in like a you low. know just second? You know what? Have a second round pick. But then cap. He's. How about like? How about <laughs> Kelly Olynyk and a second round pick? How does that sound for Kyrie? The Nets could use Kelly Olynyk. They really could. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know how low I'd go. But how low would you go if you're the Nets? You mean? How about? Uh, well, yeah, both. Because the Nets, like, and you can get. If you can get, I think the, if Nets can get anyone that could be in a seven-man rotation in the playoffs, even if it's the seventh what about man, John Wall. No, they don't need John Wall. Do you think their defense is already <laughs> defense is already a trouble? <laughs> they can get someone that can just get a stop. Just one what about stop. Eric Gordon. I take Eric oh. Gordon. Give me a three-point shooter. Would you? Gets defend. He'd be in a seven-man rotation for the Nets for the playoffs, easy. Oh yeah, because they don't have anybody else. That's why he'd be in the rotation. Don't Lee. sleep on Eric Gordon. <laughs> right. I'm fast asleep on Eric Gordon, man. That dude hasn't been good uh, for three years. Yeah, because oh my God. James Harden and Chris Paul left. So no one cares. But he's oh still good. God. He's just rotting away. Mm. 
He also hasn't. He also hasn't played more than forty games over the past. What if you two bring? Years. What if you bring Kyrie home? God. What if you trade Kyrie for Kevin Love? <laughs> Imagine he went to Cleveland. That would be funny. <laughs> that would be, be so funny. funny. Oh my god! So then it's Sexland and Kyrie Irving. Now. What's the that's, that's that's What's just... the new name? I don't know. Plus, plus your three. Yeah. Plus your three seven footers as well. <laughs> I don't know what the new name would be for the backcourt. Yeah. The three man backcourt. Of that's a f- Sexland. That is a fun team. That's a that's fun a fun team. team. Tell you what, um, that's one a, that's one hundred fifty points a night on defense. One final um one final you know, kind of throwaway is going back to. Going back to what we were talking about before with the fouls, so with, you know, as good as it is to see kind of more free-flowing basketball, one thing that has occurred, which I was reading about, the Euro foul, which is when there's a fast break and um, and you get fouled so that, you know, you don't have that easy layup um, or, or, or whatnot, that, that, is, that has increased significantly at the moment because there are less calls. So I don't know what your two thought processes are behind that, but that fast breaks are, uh, are literally what we strive for for the NBA. Knowing that you've got a two on one, like think about, think about D Wade. <laughs> think about D Wade and LeBron oh James my in that um, Miami. Ben, the lack of respect I'm hearing the half court offense. Uh, is absurd. You don't but, understand half court. Oh, but I bet you don't even know what a mid range shot is, Tim. <laughs> oh, no, DeRozan God, does. Man. Your favorite player is probably Seth Curry. <laughs> oh, oh, you know it, ain't. Oh, <laughs> you know it, ain't. He has been balling though. I like the rule. I actually still, I actually like the rule. I would be a. Yeah, but because it's basketball. Right? I'm like, to... I, I, I don't understand how many. But how exciting! How exciting is it to know that? LeBron James it is steaming. Be exciting because is steaming down. Yeah, but you see it like twenty times a game. It just wouldn't be fun. Yeah, I'm not saying I'm not saying, really no, I'm not saying you have to get rid of it completely. No, I'm not saying you have to get rid of it completely. But I just feel like if if it's up so much at the moment, don't you want to see? Don't you want to see a couple fast breaks every now and then? If the tax, if the tax I have to pay for people fucking flailing around and getting and getting fouls that for that to get eradicated from the game is that I don't I see like two less fast breaks a game that's fair I'm gonna pay that tax that's fair I see much more basketball I have a lot, lot, a lot less stoppage right uh, like I know that they've gone up and I've, I've seen it but it's kind of like it, the amount of stoppage that there was before far outweighs the amount that I'm seeing now I guess the, the only thing fouls, where it kind right? of if you're in the bonus and it continues to happen then I would that that's kind of my big thing if if the free throws come back because of that, but I see what you mean. I see what you mean. At the end of the day, good teams don't need though. Like if you're watching good basketball, you don't need so, to see good, Chicago or New York. Just turn good them teams on. don't so, turn just the as ball example, over. If you were watching the Bulls versus the Knicks, <laughs> you wouldn't need to see it. But if you were watching the I don't know the Magic versus the Pelicans, oh, do I want to be watching you, that? You, maybe if we could, maybe if we could <laughs> add, maybe we could add the rules for those games. For those games, you can't stop fast breaks. But I like for that. real good I like quality that. basketball, you just don't need it. In the, it That'd be way better. Um, anything else, boys? Any 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 other trick or treats? No, I've got none. I think we've covered all. Uh, give, give, give me the best outro I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> like Megan said, this is going to be the best outro you have ever heard. So, thanks, guys, for listening to this week's podcast. Make sure you follow us on TikTok at the at Get Around It Pod. <laughs> thanks for listening, guys, and there it is. bye. <laughs>